All right. So good morning, everyone. I am Carrie Little, the host of Coffee with Carrie, live here on Instagram and the podcast. Today's topic is 45 days to a paycheck. Yeah, you guys are, I know it's delayed. So I'm, I'm just seeing the feed. So some, some of y'all just don't go to bed. Some, I, you guys want to hang out with me? Let's meet at 5 a.m. somewhere. You guys are just going to bed. I can get up. I, and I'm really good in the morning. I had someone say, okay, Carrie, let's go to Mexico. We're booking our tickets tonight. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, no, I'll be in, in España. I'll be in Spain doing that late at night. I'm like, I'll look at that in the morning. We will look at that in the morning. All right. You, Raven, let me tell you, <clears throat> I can't play outside with some of these folks. So 45 days to a paycheck. So that's right. Some of you already kind of understand where I'm going with this. Once you have um, a home under contract, hold on one second. <clears throat> so, so 45 days to a paycheck, but this is once the property is under contract. Now, I know every market is different. If somebody's pays cash, maybe it's 10 or 15 days to a paycheck. But for many real estate agents, our buyers, unless you're working with some really heavy hitter investors, my husband's at the point where he can do 15 days to a paycheck, but not everyone is there. The average agent is probably working with someone that's getting a mortgage. So in our market, soon I'll be able to talk to you about Florida, but in our market, the median uh, days to closing, um, once you have a contract is 43 days. <clears throat> so this really could have been 43 days to a contract. And that's because... Um, when you know you've got your mortgage, you've got your contingencies, you've got your inspection contingencies. Every state has different contingencies. Every market has different contingencies. I was talking to one of our agents this morning, <clears throat> and she, someone used a different contract, and I'm like, you can actually counter the offer with a different contract. So when we say 45 days to a paycheck, we definitely mean after the property goes under contract. Therefore, if you have a listing. If you have a listing, 45 days to a paycheck could be an extra nine or 31 days. So what do I mean? Median days um, from listing to contract is nine days in my market. Average is 31 days. So if you add <clears throat> those 31 days, now this, this is for the Illinois market. I used InfoSparks. That's 76 days to a paycheck. Some of you are like, oh. So, uh, so now your paycheck is 70 to six days out if you're the listing agent. Now, this is why when I started in real estate, I'm, let me tell you, I had a listing my first day. It closed in 30 days. So this 45 days to, con to a paycheck was not true for me that first time. And then I had a few more deals where someone may have paid cash. But if you are the buyer's agent, you could typically go with 45 days to a paycheck. But let me give some of you some tips. And this isn't even in my notes. <clears throat> Some of you need to go back to your loan officers that you work with. And by the way, Main Street Association of Realtors, my primary um, association, we had a, our Oktoberfest. It happens every year. Some of you, if your states or your associations don't have a fest where you get to meet their uh, vendors and their affiliates, somebody needs to start one. It could be Women's Council. It could be ARIA. It could be NAREB. It could be a NAREB. NAREB. It could be Nagel rep. Somebody needs to start one because 
Some of you need to go back to your loan officers and say, how many days when you get the pre-approval, you're the buyer's agent, call the loan officer and say, hey, what is the likelihood we're going to close in 45 days? Because they could have a backup. So some of you need to figure out how to work with mortgage companies. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't work with that, you know, your road dog, because that person gets everything done for you. But some of you need to talk to loan officers to find out if they do, um, if they take your buyer to fully underwritten. I have someone we work with, Tina Abatacola, and their mortgage company, uh, Caliber, does, and I don't get paid to tell you any of this. They actually will underwrite your the loan. So, I mean, take it through underwriting. So that means your client turns in all of their paperwork. And oh, let me just remind you, they turn in all of their paperwork at the same time. Ugh, they cannot piecemeal it. And this should be a part of your buyer consultation. Hey, you know, I got Jennifer in the house. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I know you're looking to buy a home. Um, and we go over the home buying process. When you get to the mortgage part, and that's not what I do, but I will collaborate with your loan officer. I need you to turn in all of your documents on time. And they're like, well, I don't know where everything is. Here's a, let me just give all of you a free tip. Here's a live, here's a reel. When you're going to buy a house, make sure some of you that aren't organized, you don't know where your W-2s are. You don't know where your, your um, 1040, your tax paperwork is. You don't know where your paycheck stub is. You don't know where your bank statements are. Some of you could actually do a reel that says, hey, when you're going to apply for a mortgage, maybe you should create a Dropbox or box, or maybe you need a file in your home to keep all of your paperwork. So when the loan officer says, I need this, 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 and this, because they're going to ask for it again, when you get closer to closing, you can turn in all that paperwork because let me tell you what happens. You give them the W-2, give them one bank statement when they ask for two or three, your paperwork goes to the bottom of the file. So 45 days to a paycheck really does your buyer, it matters. So if you're the listing agent, you need to ask the questions. Now, I do understand loan officers aren't going to tell you anything. There are new rules, but I'm, it doesn't mean I'm not asking. Hey, did the buyer turn in all their paperwork? Well, you don't care. I can't really tell you all that, but let me, I'm going to say it again. Well, what is the likelihood we're going to close in 45 days? Well, Carrie, the buyer has turned in all their paperwork. My goal is to get you to give me the answer I need. And, and you might say, well, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Loan Officer, um, you might say to this loan officer, well, here's my question. We've got five office on the, offers on the table. Your buyer has the best offer. And it appears that, you know, based on your letter, they may have turned in all their paperwork. And my seller is really leaning towards your client. Have they turned in all their paperwork? And some of you need to talk to your loan officers and ask your loan officers to send an email to the listing agent once they write the offer and tell them about that client. If you truly want at least at the maximum 45 days to a paycheck, you have to make sure that you are managing the transaction. Because some of you just, you know, you, you, you write the contract, you disappear. Some of you have dual careers and you're like, Carrie, I don't know how I thought I could do this and you're not doing the work. You gotta do the work. Okay. <clears throat> and we haven't even gotten to my list. So if, I have it in my notes. So my last statement was, if you're the listing agent in my market, you could have an extra nine days, median list days to contract. Average could be 31 days to a contract. So that could be now your paycheck is 76 days if you're the listing agent. And we're not even talking about new construction. So you can just throw that 45 days to a paycheck out the window. Um, so if you want to be 45 days to a contract, you have to do some work. And I've already given you a few tips, enough information that if you manage the transaction, you will do well. 
Yesterday, I was on a panel with, um, I, I would say, four heavy hitters and just little old Carrie, um, the Steve Baird, Baird and Warner. He's, they're the oldest uh, real estate firm in, in, in the world, because I Googled it, since 1855. We had um, the owner of D. April. We had Ayub, who's, I think, the regional director, or he's, he's pretty high up there for Cobalt Banker. We had someone from IT from Keller Williams and little old me. And one of the questions that was asked <clears throat> was, see, and I lost my train of thought telling y'all all about other people's owners. Oh, let me see. Oh, it was managing the, the value of a real estate agent today because of technology, because the, the topic was um, innovation in your own backyard. And what's the value of a real estate agent when we have all of this technology? I just told you. You have to still manage the transaction. Technology makes things easier. I can write a contract in five minutes through my MLS. We have a write a contract feature. I can send it to dot loop or DocuSign, download it, upload it to a whole nother tool. You still have to be, you have to ask the right questions because you need to get to, number one, forget 45 days to a paycheck. You need 45 days to a closing because you need a happy client. Because our job is to protect the consumer and we want a paycheck. So in Northern Illinois, <clears throat> I pulled some numbers because some of you were like, well, Carrie, I just need you to tell me where the, the money is, right? Trademark where the money resides, right? In Northern Illinois, as of yesterday, October 14th, there are, I'm gonna, let me say this, because if you're in my market and you're not showing up to class, it is your fault. There are 37,347 potential buyers. Let me say it again. There are 37,347. 47 potential buyers. And let me restate this. This could be potential buyers. This could be an, a tenant moving from one place to another, low-hanging fruit, five days to a paycheck, right? <clears throat> this could be your 37,347 investors. And then maybe they'll keep investing. Like maybe they're not going to list, but so that this is 37,347 people to your open house. 37,347 people to your live event on social media. And we only have 66 people here today. I need a few of you to invite some more friends. So there's always a way to get to the paycheck. You just have to show up to do the business. Now in our MLS, you can bring me more coffee. They, they, people on here say, you're in my, you, you bring me coffee. Can't make this stuff up. Okay, so in our MLS, and <laughs> in our MLS area from Joliet, because I did, I actually mapped this out. From Joliet up to the Wisconsin border, west to a city to about Hinkley, Illinois, over to Indiana, there are 998 list pendants. 998 list pendants. So these are properties where the banks have started the, the official pre-foreclosure process. Let me say that number again, 998. Now, do I think there's a little bit of a shift? Yes. Do I think it's going to be like 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13? No. But some of you need to start looking at this. Now, I was having a conversation with another agent in my office at um, Oktoberfest, and she was like, here, I'm willing to knock on doors my knock on the door would be a little bit different. And here, let me tell you why. Because they might not be upside down. They may need to just hear, don't walk away. 
you don't, your goal is to, you know, they may know they're in pre-foreclosure, but when I was looking at, and let me just give you these numbers, because I had pulled these numbers yesterday. Um, inventory still remains low in our market, 33.5% lower than last year. But prices are still at almost 13%, almost 13%. So if that's the case, even though someone's in pre-foreclosure, they might not be upside down. So don't get that mixed up. Okay. So, and so, and remember, this is where the bank has officially uh, started the official pre-foreclosure process. Now in Illinois, it's different. Some states it's, they're coming in to take your stuff. Um, but I'll tell you, all of you should, um, if you're going to target pre-foreclosures, you need to start quick and you might say, don't just walk away. And you might give some tips, call your attorney because, or go to the courthouse, go to the courthouse. If you're about to lose your house, because if you say, Hey, my house is on the market, you break out that listing sheet, right? And you say, um, judge, you know, I, you know, we were trying, I tried to get back to work. I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And the company just shut down. I've listed my property for sale and I'm trying to get it sold. So I don't have a, um, a foreclosure on my credit. So Mr. And I'm not an attorney, don't play an attorney. So that's why I'm telling you to tell them to go to the courthouse, but you need to have them talk to an attorney. But the point is, is if they go in and talk to the judge, judges are, you know, some people have a lot of compassion. So they need to get up, get dressed and look somewhat decent. I might not wear the blame. So remember, <clears throat> so yeah, I just told you, it doesn't mean they're underwater. So what can you do to start generating new business to get to that 45 days to a paycheck? Number one, you need to start going back to expired homes. I was looking at this uh, yesterday and there are 55 homes in my areas, the areas that I look at every day, 55 homes that show expired, 55. I need some of y'all, uh-oh, I don't know where my notes are. Lost my note cards. Some of you, I've used them somewhere. They must be, oh, there they are. You, some of you need to get out those handwritten notes and say, dear Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I see your home is no longer being actively marketed. You don't have to say Mr. and Mrs. Seller. You can say their name and say, All right, if, you're, if you're looking to interview a new agent, I would love to be considered. Call me, text me, email me. Find me on Instagram where I give you tips on how to sell your house because Hope Mims is working. Every Wednesday, she goes live at noon Eastern time and people are calling her to list houses. So 45 days to a paycheck, you got to put in the work. So start going back to expires. Number two, use, we call them hot sheets in Illinois. They could just be quick tip sheets. They could be what's happening in the market today. So go back to your hot sheets. Now, the reason why I like the hot sheet um, is because uh, I can look to see if it's relisted right away because it shows me expires, cancels. And by the way, when I say expires, some of you need to look at the, the cancels. This time, right now, from now through like before uh, the holidays or I'll say Christmas, people cancel their listings with the intent to put them back on in March. Let me say it again. People cancel their listings now through December to put them back on the market in March. And we know in the warmer climates, we can sell houses 24-7 because it's just warmer. And, you know, we've got the snowbirds moving, going down to Florida and Arizona and Texas, and Louisiana. They're just going south. So when you don't have kids, you can move anytime. But there are some people that won't put their homes back on the market until it's right about that time where kids will be 
getting ready to get out of school because we want to put our kids in our new community in the summer so they can have friends before they go back to school. I see this. Raven said, did my first expire mailer list last week? Old expires. Let me tell you, old expires still work. If I look at the bottom of the market when people couldn't sell, if I can go pull a date range from old expires, let me... Let me tell you, go after them. I might not send a mailer that says, hey, your house expired in 2008. That would be weird. I would just start mailing. Okay. Oh, they're going to Palm Springs too, Mina? That's where the snowbirds go. Um, number three, remain consistent with your sphere and your neighborhood mailers. Listings still come from the mailbox. And, and yesterday, one of the big themes with all of the designated managing brokers and some owners that weren't managing was build keep up with your relationships. And I really liked, um, and I cannot think of his name. Shame on me. Oh, I'll get his name. Um, at least that that's the least I could do from D April. So the gentleman from D April, uh, Ryan, Ryan D April. So Ryan, I have a Ryan. You think I'd remember that. Ryan gave the statistics for buying leads. The if So if you buy leads from another company, now your competition, the conversion rate is 3%. I don't understand what it is why, uh, um, why we won't actually start mailing to our sphere of influence, asking them for the business. I told all of you last week, I would give you a copy of my form. And for some reason, Google Forms made a change. So when I changed it to copy, it was making me making you ask for a request. So in my Instagram feed, I created a video and it is called generate leads now with your Google form. I showed you how to do it really quick. So you can create your own form however you want. So I showed you how to do it because we want you to go now and start posting so we can get those mailing addresses. So you can start mailing. I, um, and I might even send this e-blast to everyone on Kartra. I, get, I did the, the everything you can do in Northern Illinois right now. It, I mean, it took me minutes to build. Why? Because I love Tally. She built it for me. Number four. Uh, oh, so remain consistent with your sphere. This is number three and your neighborhood mailers. Listings still come from the mailbox. Number four, add your social media to all of your marketing. And even though some of you are adding the QR codes, please still add your links. The news just talked about QR codes that are um, scam, uh, spam, and there are hackers. And if you scan it, they hijack your phone. So some people might not be willing to scam right now after that news release. So please, 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 please put the links um, or at least the at. So at Carrie Joe Little, pretty much everywhere. Thank you. Uh, number five, make sure you are asking for the business, adding your call to action. Now, if you go watch my video today, it's less than 15 minutes. Maybe it's 15 minutes. You can <clears throat> go post on social media. Click now so you can make sure you get my calendar, the holiday cards. This is what I talked about last week. You gotta ask, you gotta ask for the business. For those of you that hang out late at night, you gotta ask for the business. You might not ask right away. You should always have your business card, but let me give you a tip. It is likely that, and I have, let me show you these business cards. I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta do all of this. So I have decided that I'm gonna let Tally put all of these business cards in a spreadsheet for women's council. This is what I used to do. I was like, I started last night. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not doing that. But <laughs> you need to, if you're using the Google form, and that's really what I should have done. Next event, next Oktoberfest, I'm not doing this. We do this so because I still have to do two raffles. 
We got some vodka, but now it's going to be the Google form. Fill this out so we can get you on our e-blast. Okay. What do I think about digital business cards? I have one. I'd never use it. I paid for it. I'd never used it. So let me say it like this. I would rather say, hey, shoot me a text really quick so I have your information and then save them. And then I'll put in like in there the company name, potential client. I know me. So you so do I think digital business cards are great, Dora? Yes. But I also know that digital business cards and this don't work for me. Now, I've been trying to convince Marky to go back and teach Evernote. I might have to do it for her. But Evernote has a scanning option where you can scan someone's business card and you can automatically connect to them on LinkedIn. So can't say I'm not a fan. I just know I just need you to text me. I save your information, respond back, go find you on social media so I can stay in uh, contact with you. Number six, are you, if you are in the keys to listing leads, if you are, I need you to get your marketing out for October. If you, you shouldn't have missed, um, you shouldn't have missed September. And I, here, let me tell you, let me say this to all of you. I've already given you tips on what to do, but some of you just need some motivation. So if you haven't sent out a postcard, please, please, please do the real, create a video and post on social media and make sure you go to your link tree and have your calls to action. If you have access to Cloud CMA, awesome, add that link. If you have, you can create a Google form, doesn't cost you anything. If you are in my MLS, Connect MLS in Illinois, and I don't know if Georgia got this yet, Atlanta, but we have a lead capture form within our MLS. Doesn't cost you anything in Illinois. It's included in, it does cost you. It's in your fees, you just gotta use it. So take advantage of the Google form. Number seven, Reannounce yourself on social media. And let me tell you what I did for all of you. I am not, I'm not going to generate a lead. You're just going to get it. In my link tree right now, I created a reannounce yourself on social media and the links in my bio, it's in Canva. And I made sure I didn't pick one that you have to pay for. It's the same one I posted for Mark last night. So just know <clears throat> you're going to have to drag your photo over to change Mark. You're going to click on the Caremark logo to remove it. You're going to remove all of our stuff, but I already built it for you. It's free. It's included. It's a template. Take advantage of it. If you don't want to use that template, I gave you the concept. It's in my link tree. Don't disappear on me to go do that now. So write that. You're very welcome, um, Letitia. All right. So reannounce yourself on social media so people know you're in the business of real estate. I have had people say, oh, Carrie, I forgot. First of all, I'm going to tell you, no, you didn't forget. No, 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 you didn't forget that I'm on social media and I'm a real estate agent. You just pick somebody else and that's okay. You listen, I would tell, I, this is what I would say to all my friends and family. If you don't want to pick me, I just need you to refer me to everyone. It's that simple. Cause I get it. Some people, um, we have a family member and we actually, there's a few, there's other real estate agents in um, Mark's family and family member picks somebody else and not even the other family member to sell. I'm not offended. It is what it is. You ask me questions, I'm going to answer, but I just need you to refer business to me. I need you to refer business to me. Hey, um, so um, number eight, start creating live content to teach the consumer about the market and real estate. And some of you need to get over yourself. There was a podcaster yesterday that was our keynote and, and he was like, look, just go live like we've been telling you to do. 
Just go live, get over how you look. You look the same on camera and off camera, except we do have a filter today, no makeup. If I could just walk around with the filter, I just need you to do it. And, and if I could, it, you know, if I were to bring Hope Mims in, she was like, Carrie, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. But over time, it gets easier. It's like sitting next to me and having a conversation. You're going to go live like this. Hi, everyone. I am Carrie Little. And I am, you're going to do that because you think you have to just be specific. You have to be clear. Just be human and be yourself. Just have a conversation with everyone. I know all of you are here. You probably feel like I'm in your kitchen. Some of you, I might be in your bathroom. That's kind of weird, but I think you're not, you're not on camera. So I don't know where you are. All right. Um, number, so I need you to start doing video and just post it and move on. Don't go back. Just look at the comments. <clears throat> yep. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I tell my family that all the time. And first of all, just tell your family, you don't have to use me, but call me so I can give you the best real estate agent. That's going to take you from the beginning to the end. And you're not going to hate them. And then I'm just going to tell them you're a lot of work. You're a piece of work. You're going to give them drama. But I will tell that agent they can call me and I'll talk them through it. How about that? You because you want that 20, 25, 30, 40 percent referral, whatever you get antitrust, right? Whatever you decide to get for the referral. Some of you might just say, look, I don't want a referral. Just take care of my cousin. Right. Um, all right. Number nine, please tell me you're creating reels. Please, please, please tell me you are creating reels. And even though I told you to go live on Instagram, we know that IGTV, they got rid of the words IGTV, but video is still there. Video is still there. So even when you go live, can you go to the IGTV app? Yes. But they're realizing people aren't going to the separate platform. They're hanging out here on Instagram. So reels, live video and video. Uh, number 10. You must start um, and you have to remain consistent. Even this month, I'm a little behind on Mark's mailers. It's not my job, but I made it my job to prove to you that this stuff works. He has a listing already under contract. We're, we're publishing one listing today. Photos are in. Um, he's already gotten, um, someone else just called him. Why? Because we sent a mailer to the subdivision. So not some, our neighbor isn't going to list, but his friend's wife's friend, or we're going to buy it, <laughs> something like that. People call you when you remain consistent and you remain in their face. Now, do you have to always say you're a real estate agent? No, that be, but having the photo with all of our t-shirts really does help. They, it actually helps me even recruit. I'm not saying I got DM yesterday for two agents. Uh, number 11, track your transactions in your CRM. If you don't track your transactions in your CRM, you are losing out on an opportunity. If you're like, Carrie, I can't afford a CRM. In RMLS in Illinois, you can use it as a full client relationship management tool. The other thing you can do is just break out an Excel spreadsheet, Google form or Google sheet, Excel spreadsheet numbers. You have to start tracking your business. And I, when I knew that I was leaving the big company, I pulled out a spreadsheet. I put in all of my clients. I, and I'm going to tell you, I, maybe I'll share this. Somebody has to DM me and remind you. I got to see if it'll let me copy it. So I created a spreadsheet in Google. It had all my clients. It had where process they were in. It had their address and everything. Also had the, um, the commission amount, the company split, and what my payout was going to be. That's how I was tracking. I had to pull everything out of their system because I knew I was going to leave and I still needed to see it once I left. 
So there you go. Yeah, fact. A recent client said she has been watching me for two years. Keep posting. I, I'm telling you, I sent a mailer in 2003 to my to the where I own a townhouse, my first um, property that I purchased. And this lady, I told you, she called my old office at Baird Warner, asked for me, and the agent was like, "Carrie doesn't work here anymore. I can help you." She was like, "You know, that's okay." She googled me. People, so you got you have to remain consistent with your marketing. Real Office 360 is free, so I'm assuming that's a CRM. You also can use HubSpot free forever. It's the best CRM ever, but it's not built for real estate. And I and LionDesk also, um, I think it's 25 bucks a month. For me, I like LionDesk because I can text all of my agents. They all got a text this morning that said, I will be at Panera Bread at 11 a.m. today and tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Ah, there you go. So thanks for that suggestion. Um, so track your transactions. You have to track your where the money is is coming from you have to otherwise you will you if you and by the way when you track in your crm let's say all your business is coming from facebook and linkedin you now know you need to put some efforts into facebook and linkedin if all your business is coming from instagram you need to probably pay for some ads if all your business is coming from your sphere of influence somebody needs to have a party somebody needs to meet some folks somebody needs to maybe you don't want people at your house i get it working on mark you maybe it's that annual gift basket you know, it's a bottle of wine. It's the Tiffany glasses. Maybe I'm spending too much. Let me just help you guys out. It's Cooper's Hop. Go to the Dollar Tree, get two wine glasses, get some really cool um, kitchen uh, towels, whatever you got to do to make it cool. Go over to Michael's or Joanne Fabrics, maybe Michael's for sure. Get that shrink wrap, get that blow dryer out after with that bow. Man, those people that keep referring to you, you do need to do something special. Ah, I just did a referral to Arizona who was watching me on Facebook. Went to the same high school 40 years ago. Uh, right. And they may not know what we did in high school. That could have been the other side of the high school. See, it was a buy, sell, and two referrals. That's, I'm listen, Stephanie is telling you this stuff works. You got to remain consistent. Um, number 12, always follow up and ask for new business at the beginning of the transaction. I'm sorry, when you first meet the client at, at, in the transaction, during the transaction, at the close of the transaction and after the transaction, and then they get into your CRM and then they're going to get mailed to, then they're going to get invited to an event. Maybe you're going to do a quarterly event and you're like, well, Carrie, you're, you're in my pocketbooks and you're spending all my money. Mm-mm. How many of you use the same attorneys, the same loan officers, the same title company, the same inspectors? How many of you use these same people? I am terrible with asking for money, but I, Women's Council fixed that. They fixed me, corrected it, because when I had to have an installation and I knew we needed to raise enough money to send the president and the president-elect to NAR uh, to mid-year and to the conferences, I was like, this is what we're doing. I, I had a spreadsheet and I started asking for money, the people I do business with and the brokerage I work for at the time. So you got to, you got to say, okay, this is my, this is my concept. This is what I was thinking. I'd like to host an event for all of our past clients. And then we can invite some other people. Would you like to do it together? White glove inspection company did a great job for all of, for the agents that refer business to them and for the, um, and for clients that use them. They had, um, everybody got like five raffle tickets and, and we all walked into the movie theater. They gave us all pop, soda pop, pop, pop in Chicago. 
um, cold drink somewhere down south. They gave us uh, some popcorn. We, we, we may have gotten some candy. They had raffles. They had TVs. I was like, I got to win something. You know, Mark won something. They were doing, they were throwing things into the audience like you were at a mo- at, at um, baseball field. And we all watched um, the movie. Oh, I can't think of it. It was a really good movie though. But what could you do differently? So you could collaborate with all of your um, inspections. It's a Coke in the South. So a Pepsi's a Coke. A Coke is a Coke. Everything's a Coke. Got it. I'll take a Coke. For us in in Chicago, I want a soda, and it's not soda pop. It is a soda. No, I'm sorry. It's a pop. It's a pop. I I, I messed that up. All right. So here we go. If you want a paycheck on a weekly basis, you must consistently generate leads. Don't wait um, to generate leads every 45 days. So remember, I just said every week. So you know, if you generate. Um, if you lead generate three days a week, at least three days a week, I really would like everyone to do this Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. That's my strategy. But I know some of you are dual career. You're, you're like, Carrie, I need a drink. I'm terrified. One day a week. I need you to lead generate one day a week, three days a week. You need, and, and you need to stick with that same time block. Stick with it. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm ADHD. It's on my calendar. If I miss it, it gets moved to a new day. Don't get stuck. If you if you miss it, do it the next day. My whole day changed. You got you got in our MLS. If one agent doesn't pay their MLS fees by a certain date, they shut the whole office down. They shut the whole office down. I've been doing this since 2017. I'm really good. Call all the agents. They shut my whole office down. The agent paid the annual dues and not the MLS fees. It was an honest mistake, but I was. I'm really good with staying on top of things, change my whole day. So the marketing had to get done another day. <laughs> so your goal, here's your goal. Five leads a week, five good leads a week. Some of you need to get outside. Okay, some of you might need to go sit at the W in the lobby and work and let people come sit next to you. Just think, what if you closed one deal a week? Oh my gosh, some of you quit those jobs. That means at least 45 day or days prior, you went under contract. So there's a different 45 days for all of those deals that you close every single week. You, you could close four deals in a day, but if you averaged it out, it could be one deal a week. Some of you are, and I mean, if you, let's just say your commission was five grand and that was one deal a week. Somebody do the math. 5,000 times 52. How much money are you making? Some of you are like, oh, you're relieved. Like, I, you can do, you can really do this. I've had the DM. Someone told me, Carrie, because of what you've been training, because of what Marky's been training, she is literally at six figures because we're making you remain consistent. We're making you. So it's really up to you. All right. That means at least 45 days prior, you went to contract. No one's going to do the math 5,000 times 52. If you are not generating leads, remember, the longer you take to work the business of real estate, um, the longer it will take to get under contract. It will, the longer it will take to have your 45 days to a paycheck. Let me, let me say that again. If you're not putting in the work to get the leads, if we're all done, I'm done, 260, and then let's just say 30% of that is going to, you know, Uncle Sam, wow. And you guys are making my day. So if if you are not, if you didn't do any lead generation yesterday or today, 
yet. You got to start. Some of you might, it might be your weekend. Some of you, 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 real estate was, you, you know, you watched Instagram, you watched the Kianas of the world, you watched the eyeless luxury, you watched the Sheena Bakers of the world, you watched the Daphne's of the world, you watched these agents, the um, Nikki Richardson's of the world, you watched and you're like, they're doing it, I can do it too. But you didn't know that you need 45 days to a paycheck and you haven't started generating the leads to even get to the client to get them because because we got some things we got to do before we even look at houses. So you could add an additional 10 days, assuming they've all got all their paperwork together. Right. So you have to you got to get up and you got you have to do the work. So no one can make you work. They can't. No one can make you do it. Now, some of you need to go find a friend and sit next to someone. But when you start closing deals, I had a. um uh, Ryan said it, D. April. He was like, Carrie, I got a bigger office. I was like, we went to a smaller office during the pandemic. And he was like, I need agents to come to come to the office because if they're not in the office, they're not they're not doing business. And I was like, if they're in the office, they're not doing business. Like, I think differently. Do I want to see you face to face? Absolutely. That's why I'll be a Panera Bread on at this address today at 11 and this address <laughs> tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. You guys want to know the address, right? Um, somewhere near my house and then somewhere on the south side on Saturday. Sometimes you do need somebody to sit with you to kind of give you that, that jump start. You got to know you, but no one can make you do it. You have to be the person that gets up, gets dressed, gets to work, puts in the lead generation so you can get to the under contract 45 days to a paycheck, but you still have work in between there. So let me just run through this list again really quickly, and then we'll do Q&A. So here's some things you need to do. And remember, I told you in my market, there are 37,347 potential buyers right now. There are also 998 list pendants in a certain radius, Jolie up to the, Joliet, Illinois, up to the Wisconsin border, over to Indiana, over to a city called Hinkley, Illinois. You drive through it going to Iowa. There are leads out here. You can get the business. So number one, start going back to the expired and canceled listings. I have 55 in my area. Use your hot sheets to target expired. You can extract and, um, and cancel because you can see if it was relisted right away. And remember, the people that expire or cancel like today, they might not be as happy as the person that where they had an expired deal 10 years ago. Just know, got to get some thick skin. Number three, remain consistent with your sphere and your neighborhood mailers. Listings still come from the mailbox. Number four, add your social media to all of your marketing. If you're going to add that QR code, you got to tell me where to go because not everybody's clicking right now because there's some hackers with these QR codes. Number five, make sure you are asking for the business by adding your call to action. Google form. I showed you there's a video in my feed. I told you on how to create a Google form. You can use Cloud CMA if you have it. You can create a lead capture form with um, RMLS, Connect MLS in Illinois. Go find out what's available in your MLS. Number six, if you're using the keys to listing leads, get out your mailers, tag me, do a video, send me a video, say, hey, Carrie, it's done. You don't have to tag me and post it. I get it. You're not trying. I'm not trying to, you know, grab your clients. Just tell me, just show me that you're working. Because sometimes when you, we hold you accountable, it makes you do the work. But if you tag me, then I'll post it because then you motivate everybody else. Um, number Seven, re-announce yourself on social media. I created a Canva template for you. It's in my bio and I'm not even grabbing your email address. I just gave it to you. Number eight, it's in my, don't disappear on me yet. 
It's in my link tree. It's the first option. Number eight, start creating live content to teach the consumer about uh, the market and real estate. Number uh, nine, and by the way, I told you, Hope Mims, it's working for her every Wednesday at noon. And noon is really a good time in your marketplaces. Why? Because people are at lunch. Or you could do it at one because they come back and take a second lunch at their desk. So uh, number nine, please tell me you're using Reels. You got it. Reels, TikTok, you got to start. Number 10, uh, you got to remain consistent. First, you got to start and you have to remain consistent. Number 11, track your transactions in your CRM, Microsoft Excel, Google Sheets, numbers somewhere. You have to track it somewhere. Track your business. If you don't know where the business is coming from, you don't know how to adjust for those holiday parties. You don't know how to adjust for... <clears throat> Um, if you're going to drop a big packet off, some of you that are new in the business, you've got 10 clients that have closed this year. That would be a great opportunity for you to drop off a pie. Aldi has a really good pie. Usually during the holidays, that apple pie, some of you are like, Aldi, don't sleep on Aldi. Trader Joe's, you got Costco. It, it's frozen, but it will be the, it is a really good Dutch apple pie. You go just clean out the freezer, but you got to pay attention because I just told about 70 of you the same thing. Uh, let's see. Number 12, always follow up and ask for new business before you start the process, when people are excited, during, <clears throat> during the process, when you, um, when you get to closing and after, and then add them to your CRM. You have to remind people that you are in the business. So thanks for listening. If you're listening to the podcast, join me on YouTube and on Instagram. I'm Carrie Little, the host of Coffee with Carrie.